Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. It is August 19th on a Saturday. Hope you guys had a good week. If not, there's always hope, thinking about, praying to, and seeking the Lord. And that's the thing. When we have rough weeks, we know that God is there, that He's working, that He's moving, that He's always on the throne. And we're at His feet, surrendering in adoration, in worship, because He is that good. Uh, but it is Saturday morning at uh, 8.53, got a late start, uh, but we're continuing on through Galatians, and the scripture I chose, not that I chose, we're just going through the whole book of Galatians, right, all the verses, and we're on Galatians chapter 1, verse 18 to 20, which says, yeah, Paul the Apostle says, and after three years, right, of him at Arabia, learning and growing in the faith, and he was just saved, he said, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter. And remained with him fifteen days. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. Now concerning the things which I write to you, indeed, before God, I do not lie. I love this. I love this for a couple of reasons. Number one, after Paul went away for a few years to grow and learn and the scriptures and all and, and learn what it is to be a, a, a saint. Let me let me just say this. Christian is stated three times in the New Testament, saint is stated. 60 times and the word saint doesn't mean perfect right we know that it's unfortunately the definition has been skewed over the years but the word saint simply means kind of like the word holy set apart for the lord set apart from the world for the lord and so paul was growing in his faith and then he's like he went up to jerusalem to see peter i love that and you just imagine those conversations. I love thinking of those things. I wish we knew all of what they said, right? And um, with the exhortations maybe that happened, the uh, testimonies that were shared. But he went to see Peter for half a month. And, and I love that because as believers, we get to get together in unity and share with one another, learn, grow, uh, talk about what the Lord has done and is doing in our lives. That's one of the most encouraging things. And I really believe, looking at Scripture, that that is the way that the Lord has designed it. That we're not just keeping it all to ourselves, but we actually are sharing with one another so as to encourage, uplift, and exhort fellow believers, right? Um, again, and I said this before, that's why I love having people share their testimony or hearing testimony. I could sit and listen to testimonies all day because it lifts my heart up and it reminds me who God is and how powerful he is to change a life, to not just conform, but to transform. And, and so the Apostle Paul went to see Peter. And again, we need to continue to gather together, continue to meet with one another. The assembling of ourselves together, like the scripture says, is one of the most important things that we can do. It's what, it can act as a catalyst for spiritual growth. You know, on our own, you know, we're not solo soldiers, we're not lone survivors, we're not called to live this life on our own. And I love that Paul, what he did was he went away to learn and to grow and to seek the Lord, I believe. But then he went together together with Peter, who um, would have been a help, a catalyst for him to grow in the faith and to learn. And to, I just imagine Peter talking to him about all the instances that he remembered that was fresh on his mind that happened with Jesus, you know, and um, <laughs> what amazing conversations, conversations they must have had. But, you know, in a real sense, we can have those kind of conversations today with one another. Like, man, I was down. I was out. I didn't know what to do. 
and then the Lord was there. He showed up, he came through, changed my heart, led me on this other path. I gave up those things I was doing that were ungodly, and now I'm on the road of his will, and it's amazing, right? Don't be afraid to share what God has done in your life. And don't neglect the gathering together and the unity that you can have with fellow believers. So powerful, and it's so good, and honestly, it's so necessary, right? The church isn't just a social club, right? We rally around the gospel. We, we are of one mind, of one heart, of one commonality, like the book of Acts says, in one accord around the gospel. It's not just haphazard. It's not random. Like the church should be a place where you go and you're, here's my family. And it feels like family. And you connect like family. And you hang out outside of the church wall. The church, again, the church is not the building. The building is the place in which it's set apart for the Lord, right? But the church, it's living. It's a body of Christ. It's you and it's me. It's us together as Christ followers. And so just meeting in the building is not a good thing. You have to meet in the building. Yes, it's important. It's powerful. It's awesome. It's encouraging. But then also outside of the walls, you meet with those same people talk to them and pray together and, and share life together. That's what koinonia means in the Greek. It's fellowship. That fellowship isn't just like, oh, well, we hung out and we hung out and we had a burger. We hung out, we, we got some coffee together and just talked about nothing. No, like koinonia fellowship, that means that you're connected. You're actually living your life together with one another. You're not strangers. You're not acquaintances. You're knit together and you're all part of the body of Christ. You know, some are an eye or an arm or a leg. I love the analogy Paul uses of the, the parts of the body, but we're all one. And so we gather together. We talk to each other and treat each other like loving family because that's what we are. Right? We're the family of God. So I love Paul went away to Arabia for three years. Uh, I believe he studied. He sought the Lord. He learned and he grew in the faith. You know, he was zealous before, and so people were kind of scared of him. The Christians were like, I don't know if this dude's lying or spying on us because he was just a Judaizer. Now he's saying he's a Christian. Is he trying to get inside information to take us down? So Paul had to go away and to grow and to learn. And when he came back, amazing things would happen, as we'll see. But, but he gathered together, and he went uh, to meet Peter. And um, just continue to surround yourself with like-minded Christ followers, those who are biblically literate, that won't just give their opinion because they think their opinion has weight, but that they would give you God's word because God's word is the only thing that really has weight, right? It is the counsel that we live by and live out. Well, anyway, guys, God bless you. I hope you have an amazing Saturday and we'll talk to you at some point tomorrow. Take care.